0: The following content is sponsored in partnership with Haymarket Media U.S. Hello, my name is Mark Yuskiewicz. I'm editor-at-large for MMM, and I'm super excited to be part of today's sponsored podcast with Swoop, targeting in 2024 what brands need to know. me today is Swoop's Peter Kane, Vice President of Marketing, to talk about getting strategic and engaging audiences, and specifically what healthcare marketers can do to make their 2024 DTC and HCP planning more successful. We'll talk about which channels marketers are prioritizing, how target audiences are informing that planning, and perhaps some additional topics along the way of coordinating those channels, as well as leveraging AI and ML to predict target audiences, which is Swoop's sweet spot. Peter, how are you? And welcome to the MMN podcast.
1: Hey, Mark, I'm great. And thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. It's my pleasure always uh, to, to work with you. Just to set the scene with some macro trends, we know the pharma industry is sort of finding its post COVID footing from a marketing perspective. We've heard that budgets are uh, perhaps uh, plateauing a little bit as brands try to get more uh, out of their marketing dollar. Hybrid is now, of course, the, nor- the norm with marketers uh, looking to find a balance between in-person and virtual engagement. And uh, all advertisers are thinking about their first-party data strategy and alternatives to third-party ad tracking. So I wanted to ask you here, you know, with budgets falling 8% last year, do you see a reversal coming up in 2024 given those macro trends and why or why not?
1: So I think the key here is that it's obviously going to be on a brand by brand basis, right? We know there's a number of new product launches coming next year, but we also know that everybody needs to look at their marketing and their spend um, specifically to them, right? Every brand's unique. Every campaign is unique. Um, That's a mantra that we we are constantly talking to our customers about. And I think the key word here is, is more along the lines of efficiency, right? So each each marketer and each brand needs to look at how can I be most efficient with the dollars that I have, whether that spend is going up, whether that spend is going down, or that spend is plateauing, or simply whether that spend is now moving from one channel to another based on where that audience is. The key is to be able to reach your ideal you know, patient and HCP audiences as effectively as you can in the channels they are most likely to engage in so that they can take the next step in, whether that's the diagnostic journey, whether that's a treatment journey, or even to the point of um, adherence and ensuring adherence. So I think that's really what, you know, what we're seeing is it's it's brand dependent, but overall folks really want to focus on how can I be as efficient as possible?
0: Right. So um, every brand is unique and brands are still launching. Uh, we can't avoid that conclusion. And when brands launch, we know that they need to spend uh, on engaging these core audiences. So uh, that will continue. I guess the point is, as they migrate away from some of the bigger spend channels like television, whether we'll see the macro numbers uh, go down, I guess we'll see that when we roll out the healthcare market (laughs) trend survey a little later this year, right? It's another thing we're working on, but given all of that, you know, you want to reach audiences in the channels that they're most likely likely to engage in. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about that. In 2022, we saw that marketers uh, devoted incrementally more to reach HCPs. They, they, uh, boosted, um, they said they boosted from 53% to 54%, uh, or 53 to four, 53% told us in 21 that they were increasing their HCP budgets. And, and then in 2022, 54% said they were increasing their HCP budgets. And and but for consumers that that was less the case, uh, Uh, Respondents told us that 28% had said that they increased their consumer budgets in 21, and 31% said that they increased their consumer budgets in 2022. So, how does the marketing mix uh, support a, a client's ability to reach those two audiences?
1: Yeah, so I think obviously this, you know, this there's this major event that kicked off in 2020 that really upended, right, how folks go to market, and. You know, as we see now, there's sort of a recalibration um, in terms of where dollars are being invested, where dollars are being prioritized. And I think what we'll see over the next you know year, couple of years is, you know, again, kind of a continuing back into some sort of norm. Might be the new norm, but it's going to be a norm. So what I think is that what's most important here is that marketers look at their campaigns strategically, and they look at what's happening on both the DTC side and the HCP side congruently. Because at the end of the day, it is a conversation between a patient and their physician when it comes to a prescription, right? And so by having some sort of congruent message in the market that reaches patients at ideal times or Uh, specific times within their journey that align with their associated physicians and where the associated physician is in terms of making their decisions around, you know, how they will treat their patient, you end up with a really really nice set of outcomes that complement each other. So, you know, whether HCP dollars are growing or whether DTC dollars are growing or or falling or some sort of balancing act, ultimately, marketers need to look at those in tandem because the decision-making process is, is one that happens together, I guess is the way I put that.
0: So they're best decided uh, in a congruent fashion, as you put it, uh, because at the end of the day, as you said, it comes down to a conversation with those two. So why shouldn't they both be getting synchronized messaging
1: Yeah, and there are really interesting opportunities of doing this, Um, again, throughout the the patient diagnosis and treatment journey. An example being at the point of care. Obviously, there are specific privacy regulations that exist in certain markets, but there are opportunities to reach physicians while they're at the point of care and reach patients in a privacy-safe manner while they're also at the point of care, while they're about to have that conversation. So that's one really good example. Another example is a product launch. For a product launch, you really need to be coordinated across all fronts in terms of, you know, whether it's disease education, therapy education, right, whether it's branded and unbranded messaging, all those things go into driving a successful product launch and if you're targeting HCPs, separately from, from patients in terms of how you're going to market and it's not all considered together, then there's an opportunity to see some waste. And again, what we want to focus on is being as efficient, helping our brands be as efficient as possible in, in reaching, in reaching their ideal audiences.
0: Sure. So how do you advise clients when you start having that conversation to make sure that you think of them both as, as as a unit as opposed to siloed, uh, how how do you suggest that they target uh, these audiences as one? You know, are you using suggesting that we use AI to predict target audiences and then set up uh, trigger events uh, and so on and so forth? Yeah.
1: So there's a number of things that can be done, and then again, it goes back to what is the objective of the campaign here, right? But AI and real world data does play a role. You want to be able to as a marketer, close the aperture as much as you possibly can to your ideal patient audience, right? One of the really, you know, there's a lot of real challenges that come with healthcare marketing, challenges that the audience is well aware of. But one of the really interesting, I think, benefits of it is that it is a very specific target, right? A patient either has a condition or they don't they're likely to have a condition or they're not, they're on medication and need to remain adherent or they're not on a medication, right? And any other number of kind of facets that can go into building that target audience. So you can get really well defined on who you want to reach and then also where they are. That's the other key point, which means that you can actually invest your dollars in the channels that make the most sense to reach that audience. That could be moving dollars from digital to social. That could be just adding social dollars. That could be moving from linear TV to addressable TV. That could be looking at TV holistically across linear, addressable, and connected to make sure that you're actually reaching the patients, um, the ideal patients with the best frequency. But then you kind of take that a step further and you can say, okay, this is my patient community. What is my associated physician community, right? Who are the physicians most likely to be treating them? Who are the physicians that are treating them? And where do those physicians most likely engage? What kind of content are they usually best, um, do they best react to? And make sure that you're delivering the messaging to those HCPs associated with those patients um, holistically. Now, again, this is an ideal world. We are probably not there yet, but it's something that's important for brands to consider. And it also it, what's also important is that they really they're the ones that have the holistic view over what's going on with their right with their with their brand, with their marketing um, from an end to end perspective. And they really need to start looking at targeting, not necessarily just as a a thing that you do in order to reach your audience, but as a strategic initiative to really understand that audience and make sure that you're building an audience that has a really high audience quality, which we know is um, a, you know, a, a precursor to script lift, right? So in order to achieve your objective, you want to make sure that you're starting with the right target and beginning that measurement of that target with audience quality before you even launch the campaign. Because ultimately, it boils down to, again, in pharma, reaching the ideal patient and their physicians in order to, to again, drive script lift or drive adherence, whatever it is, the objective is.
0: Sure. And you, you mentioned that we're not there yet, but it is something for brands to consider in terms of looking at these audiences holistically. What's holding it up?
1: I mean, I think it's just natural. It's just, na- it's the natural journey that, that, that marketers go on, right? Um, in a lot of instances, maybe the agency on the HCP side and the agency on the DTC side are two separate agencies. That's going to take some work to go through. And I think that, you know, as we continue to look forward in terms of what are, you know, what are we trying to do? This is also where kind of predictive audiences come into play. So, you know, I'll use an example of adherence. If you're a marketer and you're looking to reach patients who are likely to become non-adherent in the next 30 days, which is something that we, you know, we're able to predict um, at Swoop, you want to make sure that you're reaching those patients and their physicians, right? So that you can, again, drive that conversation, ensure that they stay on therapy. And as we look kind of, again, at that sort of journey that we've all gone on, it's gone from targeting with demographic data and just an MPI list of prescribers right to targeting leveraging real world data of precise patient audiences targeting physicians who are not just prescribers but reaching them in the channels that are ideal for them to take action so you just keep moving down these journeys and inevitably you will get to this landscape where you know you want to look across across what you're what you're trying to reach
0: absolutely and all that comes through data and segmentation
1: my point meaning it's it's a continuation of the journey that we've been on and i don't see that changing round see us changing that journey anytime soon and it's just a matter of becoming again more strategic in terms of the audiences that you're trying to reach and aligning them in a way that makes the most sense to optimize the budget you have and be as efficient with that with that with that engagement as possible Okay,
0: great. Um, one, one of the takeaways from the uh, Trend Talks uh, conversation we had back in September from our pharma friends was that the thinking really needs to advance um, in terms of using the tech stack, the MarTech stack. And uh, they echoed that sentiment that the ecosystems are diffused and, and really not united, and that that's a challenge. Not all of them have uh, migrated to uh, customer data platforms and and those that that have those commercialization platforms. There's a lot of heterogeneity there in in the way they're used. And um, so I I feel like these kinds of best practices and tips will be well-received by the audience because they they were, I believe, really well-received during the trend talks. Can you sort of double click on a little bit more on how you unify the two halves? A little bit more data from our own survey showed that uh, digital channels like social display and video, which includes programmatic and CTV, were some of the fastest growing channels last year on both sides of the audience mix. But you know, it, it sounded like a lot of marketers had yet to seize the opportunity to unify the right hand and the left hand, so to speak. So. How to, how to unify those those two halves?
1: Yeah, the two halves. So one of the things that we're seeing, um, and one of the things that you know that we fundamentally believe in is you want to use that same target audience um, albeit scaled to the appropriate size based on the channel that you're you know, the platforms that you're activating on, you want to use them across channel because that allows you the best opportunity to maximize that reach, that frequency um, and engaging that ideal patient. And so, you know, what we're seeing is like, there's moving with custom audiences, beginning in digital is really a straightforward process, right? That's where they kind of started. But we see that expansion, at least on the DTC side, into other mediums here. So CTV is a natural progression from digital activation. But then you move into things like broadcast radio and linear TV and addressable TV, a lot of addressable TV in terms of leveraging that same audience. And so I think what we'll start seeing, I'm interested to see next year in the in the healthcare marketer survey is kind of where those shifts continue to happen. And it all has to follow just the basic um, nature of the consumer, right? As consumers move towards new platforms, so too are the targeting and so too is the advertising. And so I think, you know, as we see kind of those journeys progress, by leveraging that custom audience that can be activated um, in any channel that can be used for planning in more mass, mass, mass reach platforms like broadcast radio and linear TV, you know, you will see a natural shift in where, in where marketers are spending their dollars. And the other piece of it, you know, you mentioned kind of seeing similar trends in both the DTC and the HCP channels, it it makes total sense because ultimately physicians are consumers too. And, you know, what we're, what we know is happening is just a natural shift in, in the physician population towards a more digitally native, more digitally native, um, you know, ecosystem where folks are more likely to be engaging via, let's say their mobile devices or on social networks, are more likely to be leveraging um, streaming services. Um, And so like, again, going back to the target, what's critical is having that audience that is both precise, but can also travel. Because then you're not trying to measure apples to oranges at the end of the day, right? Audience A over here and audience B over there. It's just the audience that's been used. And you're able to measure against that single audience to understand like one, my AQ is X. That's a precursor to script lift. And then two, how did I reach them? Where did I reach them? Um, so I think that's an interesting, that's going to be an interesting trend to see what marketers say, you know, in in this upcoming survey, that's going to, that's going to hit.
0: Absolutely. And, um, what did you take away from the discussion in September in terms of where you feel like the majority of pharma marketers in the room were on their data integration journey in terms of building a first-party data strategy? Because our data, as you know, showed that the vast majority of respondents were currently using custom audiences to inform media. But um, you know, what kinds of things did you take away from them that terms of their maturity of, of using data sets, which data sets they're using, how they're combining them to, to drive actual insights. Do you kind of see them on that on that road to to doing a lot of the things you've, you've been talking about today?
1: Yeah, I mean there's clearly a desire to do it. There's folks that are implementing it. There's folks that are planning to implement these, you know, technologies a lot more effectively than in the past. Again, one of the challenges, you know, we all know the challenges of pharma is simply that it it's a it's a risk averse industry, which is fantastic. It should be, which means that it moves a little bit slower than you will see in you know things like consumer packaged goods. Right. But the marketing folks in this industry understand where things are heading. They understand where the opportunity lies for them. They understand that the audiences that they target with should be their audiences. Right. They should be their proprietary uh, audiences that are used For their specific campaign, for their specific brand, Um, you know, and and I'm really excited by what I heard during that conversation because all that means is better being able to reach patients at critical moments in their health, reaching their HCPs at critical moments in the decision process, which leads to better outcomes for individuals, a healthier population, and ultimately that's. That's, you know, that saves that saves the overall system money. Right. Which is fantastic. So, you know, I was heartened by that conversation, um, you know, and the excitement of the folks in the room to continue down this this journey as brands, you know, further, further adopt new technologies in order to better engage, um, better engage their communities.
0: Absolutely. And as we observe that journey of uh, marketers adopting new technologies to better engage and um, unify their DTC and HCP channels, and especially also that natural shift, as you put it, in the physician population toward a more digitally native ecosystem, which is another fascinating one, I look forward to having another conversation with you.
1: For sure. Thank you so much, Mark. I always enjoy talking uh, with you and look forward to continuing our work together.
0: Absolutely. Likewise. Thank you again for putting this all into perspective. Okay. That was Peter Kane. We hope you enjoyed that conversation. Come back for another one. This has been Marcus Gwitz for the MMNM podcast saying, see you next time.